the beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah, the prophet. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, my name's Nicola. I'm on team here. Um, it's been great um, getting to know a lot of you over the last last few months. And so I'm just coming to share a little bit um, this morning about what I feel God has for us today. Um, and actually, was a little bit inspired. Yesterday, I was at a family party. It was my husband's dad's 80th birthday, so we were all gathered in the Midlands together, and I was sat around the table chatting to my 21-year-old niece, Bethany. And Bethany is um, currently in her third year studying nursing, mental health nursing at um, Birmingham University. And she was telling me all about her placement at the moment. And so she's, um, she's working on a medium secure unit of a psychiatric hospital. So what, so what she's doing is, is sort of dealing with those who are deemed too mentally unfit to go to prison and they end up in her intense, it's called a mental health intensive care ward. Um, and so that's what she's off to do. She's dealing with some pretty tough people and she has some pretty tough stories that she's coming out with every day um, of the people that she's encountering on her ward. Um, bless her, 21 year old sent out. If you're, if you're a mental health nurse, um, I think normally if you're a nurse, you do 12-hour shifts a day. But if you're in mental health, you get to do 13-hour shifts a day. So um, she gets two buses to get to her ward. Um, takes her about an hour and a half, so she has a massive commute. Um, so bless her. And she was telling me how she was on the bus the other day, 5.45 a.m. in the morning, um, and she ends up sharing a, a Snapchat, because that's what I think 21-year-olds do. They, they share, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Snapchat, they, they share Snapchats. And, and because she's sat on the bus, and it's dark outside, she's exhausted. She's about to do a 13-hour shift, way, way beyond what she can, she can really do. They're relying way too much on these student nurses. And she feels at the end of herself. She doesn't want to do it. She wants to get off the bus and turn back. But she's a Christian. And she says, no, God, you can do it. 
I'm going to go in today by your power, by your strength, God. In your confidence, I'm going to go in. And she just had that moment of going, it's not about me, it's about you and what you can do through, through me on that ward. And she then loads it up on Snapchat. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you. Um, normally, when I get to do a talk on a Sunday morning, it's like the highlight of what I get to do in the week. The fact that I get to put in the diary time to dwell and listen to what God might have to say to us as a church. Like, who gets to do that in, that jo- in their job? That is awesome. Um, but this week, and apologies to anyone who's encountered me this week, it's not been my finest hour. Um, I began the week with a, a bug. I've been kind of like recovering and catching up ever since. Um, If you know me, you know I've got toddlers who don't sleep, and so um, I've been at the end of myself. That time that I'd put in the diary to to dwell and listen to God was gone. And all week, I've been thinking, what am I going to do when I come here on Sunday? What am I going to share? What have I got? Because I'm at the end of myself. I'm tired. I don't feel equipped. Kind of for me this week has felt a little bit like being on a bus at 5.45 in the morning, heading on in, going, I don't know what I'm going to do when I arrive. But what I have known all week is the passage that I'm meant to be speaking on. I've known this passage. And here's the thing. Because in today's passage, we hear about a man called John. A man who goes out of his way to point to and express his own humanness. And he's making a point because a lot of people thought he was the Messiah. A lot of people thought John was Jesus. And actually, he's going, no, I'm just human. I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. Look at me. I just baptize in water. But look who's coming. It's one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. It's one who baptizes in power and in fire. And this week, I could relate to... um, Paul in the Bible, he writes to the Corinthians, and he writes this, he says, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. I don't come this morning with big wise words, I haven't spent all week reading theology and coming with with some insights of of some theologians. I even said theology wrong in a meeting this morning and got ripped apart for it. So I can't even say theology. I don't come to you with with much. But I do come to you with knowledge of the Holy Spirit. And I do come to you this morning with knowledge of the power of the Holy Spirit. 
And I almost feel like God's been deliberately not giving me much of a word this week because I've been, I've been stewing in it. But I think God wanted to show me and perhaps all of us this Christmas where we might be a little bit at the end of ourselves that we don't have to have it all together that God comes that Jesus comes by the power of his Holy Spirit and how, how am I able to do that this morning and it's because I do know something of the power of God I've seen God's spirit at work here on a Sunday morning with this family where we gather. God's showing up and we get to see him at work. I've seen it in the testimonies that are coming out in this congregation of God at work and people walking in to this building. In my own life, I've seen it when I've got a peace from God, when the circumstances are telling me otherwise. I've encountered God speak to me in dreams. I've been filled with indescribable joy. I've prayed in tongues. I've been called to things and places because they've been on God's heart, not mine. I've had words and pictures of prophecy for friends that I've prayed for. I've had faith for provision when I've not had enough and God has provided. And I've got lots of examples of that. I've had confidence to start conversations with strangers. I've sensed being sent out. I've had a vision for God's church that he's given me of people filling his churches in worship for him, for people encountering Jesus in their homes and on the streets. I've got ambition that means I'm not looking in on myself, but I'm looking out to the world and I'm saying, God, let your kingdom come. And you know what? That's the Holy Spirit. I've seen the Holy Spirit at work. God is here. Jesus came 2,000 years ago that we might have a baptism of the Holy Spirit, that we might be filled and be kept being filled. A man called Oswald Chambers says this, get to the end of yourself where you can do nothing, but where God does everything. And so that's where I am. God can do everything. And I didn't come this morning with much to say other than to point to my own humanness. To point to my own sense of feeling ill-equipped. So that by God's power, he may come on with me. And as a church, we are gifted with the Holy Spirit from Jesus. That's his gift to us as a church. This Christmas, as we are looking out to our communities and our faithful folk and our friends, the gift we have is the gift of the Holy Spirit.
not about us. It's about what God can do through us and in our lives. And so I, I don't want to speak for much longer or much longer at all, um, but rather give us a chance as a church to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be called into what he's calling us. Um, so if the band could come up, that's what we're going to do now. And we're going to have plenty of time for it. Um, you might have come here today and not have an experience of the Holy Spirit. And when we talk about a baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's, it's an experience of the Holy Spirit. And it's a, the idea is that we're drenched. We're drenched in God. And then we go on as Christians and we need to keep being with God. So that we're, 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 we're filling out again. We're pouring out again.